0: benefits, because when you can understand the benefits of what you have in this new life, then you can readily live it out. You can't walk out something that you don't understand. Amen? And so that's what we're going to be doing this morning and more of it this week. But before we get started in our lesson, let's stand on our feet and make our faith confession. Stand up with me. And let's make our faith confession. Let's say it out loud once again. For the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Whom the Lord has redeemed. From the hand of the enemy. Let's look at one another. Say you and I. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) You know. That scenery right there reminds me of my grandfather. He's about six six. My grandmother is about five foot two, The Indian, and she has to look up to her. <laughs> That's what that just reminds. Me of. Praise God, Amen. Well, <clears throat> let's go to our opening scripture this morning, and um, again. Just remember the theme of this year, of the whole year of 2022. I mean, uh, 2023. We started in 2022 of September. Well, good morning, Paige, and this good-looking young man. Are you on the side of you there? What's your name, Mister uh, Tanner? Tanner. I can't forget that name. I got a friend named Tanner. Glory to God. Good to have you, sir. Amen. Um. It's good to have uh, Mr., Mrs. Moore, uh, good to have y'all this morning. All right, okay. Let's look, let's remember the theme of the year is 1 John 5. 4. Let's go back to look at that first, and, and because I want to keep that before you, okay? So 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God, notice this, it does what? Overcome it. That's a continuous thing. Overcome it. That means every time you're confronted with something, that means the life that you have in you is going to show you how to overcome it. You overcome it. That life in you helps you to be that overcomer. Amen? Amen. And so it says, and it's the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. What What is the victory? It's our faith. But it's us being born of God. See, born of God calls you to overcome this world. Why? Because the world that we live in versus the new world that we receive is called the kingdom of God. Okay, so let's look at this for a moment. Look at uh, John chapter 3. Look at verse 1. He said, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art, thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou does, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, or another translation would say born anew. Notice the next few words. He cannot see, so the kingdom of God is not a place. The kingdom of God is a life, is the new life that you received when you made Jesus the Lord of your life. In other words, the moment you got born again, the kingdom of God was revealed. Light came on. It's like a dark room. You can't see if, you, if you're in a dark room and you had never been there before. You can't see where you're going. But when you flip the light on, you're able to walk to wherever you need to go in the room, right? The same thing about the word. This darkness that we're talking about is from the nature that you and I were conceived in. We were conceived in darkness, but the moment we became born again, we were able to see the kingdom of God. The light of God's word shine light of the world that we lived out of, and it shine light in revealing that how treacherous we were, how wicked, how twisted how racist we were, how uh, rude we were, how angry. All the things that made us oppressive Well, the light being born again of the kingdom of God. It revealed light of the word revealed the life that we were already conceived in. So in order for us to be able to change my anger, change the racist attitude, change the uh, 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 whatever attitude, behavior I had, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God—that word has to reveal light or understanding. Right? It's kind of like driving. You know, you you know, just because you can, you know, you may have learned to drive in the yard. You know, you may have about twenty acres. There's no lane, right? Has no roofs, right? You go round the tree, is that right? Is that right? You go round the tree, up and down. But when you get in, the, when you get on a roadway, <laughs> brother Joe, know what I'm talking about? You know, you got, you know, you got a, you got a divided line. That divided line don't mean you just can just ride all over like you're riding on your property, right? You got to stay in your lane. Is that right? Well. It's the same way about, you know, when you and I hear the word. Well, the life that you and I live, you didn't know that you were living wrong or you couldn't change what you were doing until the light, God's way of doing, entered into your heart. And he makes the difference. You can't change you. You. If you thought you could change, I mean, if you could change, you would. But you can't change you. I mean, understand what I'm saying. And the reason why you can't change you is simply because you don't have it in you to do so. You were conceived in darkness. That, was, that you, you didn't have anything that gave you a new way of thinking, a new way of doing. Okay? And so watch this. Next verse. But Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? You see how the natural mind thinks? But when he's talking about, he's talking about a new way of living, a new way of thinking. Okay? Notice this. He said, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born. Next verse. Jesus answered verily, verily, which mean this is v- important. This is so important. You listen to this. That's what Jesus saying. I say to thee, except a man be born of water, that's of the flesh, and of the Spirit, that's of the Word, he cannot enter. Into the kingdom of God. So what's the, what's the qualification? First of all, I got to have a fleshly body, right? Before I can receive this spiritual light, okay? And the next verse proves it out. Watch this. Verse 5. That which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. So we're not trying to do away with the flesh, right? Why? Because you, 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 when we say the flesh, we, we're not, you, you live in a natural world. In a physical world So you have to have Your mindset To think To do your job uh, To do things That you know to do In this mundane world That we live in But when we talk about That which is born Of the flesh Is flesh I use my My way of thinking uh, To 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 do what? To eat, to wash my face, to to drive, or whatnot. I need, my, I need my natural mind, my natural senses to do those things because I live in a physical world. And he said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now, I need to be born again in order to live this new life that I receive. So the purpose of being here this morning is so that I can understand This new way of living. This, how do I live in this realm, which is natural, physical, and then live in this realm, which is spirit? Well, we live in this realm by the word of God, by the new life that we conceive. Okay, let's look at that. How how did we conceive that? All right, watch this. Look at John 1. 1. In the beginning... Was the word. Okay? And the word was with God, and the word was God. So just to let you in on a little secret, you are when he said born of the spirit, that means you are born of the word. And the way you're born of the word, you can you are taking the word by saying. Okay. The same was with God. Uh, the same, yeah, it was in the beginning with God. What was the same in the beginning with God? The Word, right? Verse three: All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made, right? I mean, if it if the Word didn't make it, nothing was made without the Word of God. Even in this day, it may not be the word of God, but your words are making things, whether it be good or bad, your words are making things. Because that's how God created the heavens and the earth. He created with word. Now, he didn't create bad. He didn't create evil. What happened then, because of the fall of man, man created evil. Okay? Okay? Why? Because the day he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then guess what took place? Then now a new way of thinking has entered into man's mindset versus what God had originally given to him. For the day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. It wasn't like a physical death, per se. It was more of a spiritual life that was severed. That means you can know. It's kind of like if you had uh, uh, the company gave you a credit card, and uh, and as as long as you're working for the company and you were buying for the company, you were able to make transaction. But something came along that, whereas you no longer there, or something you did that you that your your uh, your privileges was was what restricted, right? So it's the same way here that you and I, in the kingdom kingdom of God, what's taking taking place here? What's taking place is that I have this new life that I'm making transaction out of. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, the old life that you and I were conceived in, it it put us in a place where we could not because we didn't have the life of Christ living in us. But now that we have this life inside of us, well, notice it. Now my transaction can be, because of understanding, now I'm drawing out of this life like I was drawing from the company credit card. I I can draw from this privilege, use the card, and benefit from it. Well, The same way with the word of God I use the word of God Which is of the kingdom of God Whatever that word says And I'm able to make a transaction Of bringing forth something That's coming forth out of me Because of that life that's in me I'm speaking for what I have a right to Okay The credit card gives me the privilege to, To spend what I have a right to I'm using two, one natural, one spiritual. They kind of work in the same light. The transaction here, i got to use the card. The transaction here, you got to use the word. Okay? You have to speak, let's, let me give you a better example. Say, Let's just say for healing. Okay? Well, the moment I've, I got, I've got born again, Then guess what? The kingdom of God that lives inside of me One of the benefits of walking in the kingdom of God I can walk in divine healing Okay? Let's put a scripture up there for a moment We'll come right back to this one To show you, to give you this example Look at Exodus 23 uh, 15, I think it is Exodus 23 Um, Make sure I'm right Now, Exodus fifteen twenty three. No, that's good, but no, that's not the one I want. Uh let's see. X Ex- uh Hold up for a moment. I just knew that was Exodus 23. But the scripture says, he blessed his he blessed our, bless your bread, I will bless your bread and your water. Oh, is it? it's Exodus 15, 25. I'm sorry, I said 23. <laughs> it's 25, I knew it was there. Exodus 20, 23. Um, i'm sorry twenty three twenty five twenty three uh twenty three twenty five exodus twenty three twenty five and you shall serve the lord your god y'all forgive me for that i, I got too many scriptures in my head <laughs> and he shall bless your bread And water, right? Now, watch this. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Now, the word take in the Hebrew means to turn off or to turn away. That means God said, I will turn sickness off, like you turn a water faucet, a spigot. If the water is on, you can turn it off. It stays off until what you turn it on. So how will I turn sickness back on? By what I'm saying. Well, I'm just afraid that that thing gonna come back up on me. What am I doing? I'm open the faucet. See what words do? See words have that power or that ability, whether you save or not, because the world was created with words. Okay. So if God said, I will I will take sickness away from the midst of thee, then guess what? That word take again means to turn off. So if, if he will turn it off, then guess what? Now, if sickness or disease tried to attack my body, let's put this uh, Psalm 107, 19 and 20, if sickness has been turned off, then notice for the benefit a part of my salvation is to walk in my divine healing. If I get attacked, no, God said he has turned, he will bless my bread and my water is blessed and therefore sickness and disease. I say to this cancer, you are turned off from my body. I command every cancer cell in my body to die now in the name of Jesus. Well, see, I have to say, I have to take the authority. If Christ is going to be formed in you, then you're going to have to allow the word of Christ to be spoken out of you. In other words, you're speaking his life. You're speaking from what he has justified for you and I to live by. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? But if you speak from your own, you're going to lose. You're going to struggle. You're going to suffer. But if you speak from the life that you receive in being born again, then notice that you're speaking out from the life source that I receive. I'm not speaking of my own. I'm speaking out of the life that I have embraced through the new birth, right? And that's what gives you this right. Watch this. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them out of, out of their distresses, just, just simply mean an early grave. Hmm? When you have truth, your life can be prolonged on the earth until the mission that God gave you is finished. Okay? Watch it. verse 20. He sent his word and did what? He and healed them. Right? and delivered them from their destruction. But notice what he said. He sent his word and healed them. That means he sent it to, and healed them and delivered it from their destruction. So that means what I got to do? Receive it. Right? Because he sent his word to heal and to deliver you from all your destruction. So... My part is to do what? It's to put my mouth on the word of the life that I have embraced and, al- and speak from that place and hold my ground, regardless of what my body feels, right? Why? Because his word can't fail. I mean, understand what I said. Amen? All right. Now, go back to, go back to John 1 for a moment. That's just giving you an example about, of showing you how this life in you and I work. The word is like spiritual containers. When you put words in motion, words are either taking you over or holding you under. You make the decision how you believe. Okay? So in him was what? Life. And the life was what? The light of men. Is that right? Now go to verse 14. And the word was made, what? Flesh. And it dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of truth. And grace. So look what look what was alone grace, also truth, right? So it said, and the word was what? Made flesh. All right. Now this is where I want to pay a lot of attention to. So now go to Genesis, not Genesis, go to Luke chapter 1 and look at verse 26. Luke 1. Let's see how the word was made flesh. Okay, Because the benefit of the new creation that we have is that we're going to have to see how the word itself can be transformed or be conformed in me so that I can just speak out of the way, speak out of that life that I have and not just speak out of my fears. Something has to happen. A transformation got to take place on the inside of me. and You don't, get, you don't walk in that li- overnight. It's little by little transformation is made in your heart. Okay? Let's see this. It says, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Okay, notice what it said. Go back to verse 26 just for a moment. And and know it talk about in the sixth month the angel Gabriel. I mean he was sent from God. This is one of the archangels. And they they don't speak their mind, they only speak what they hear from God. Amen. This is one of the chief angels that God will send to deliver a message. Okay. He was sent from God unto a city. Of Galilee, Nazareth, an unattractive place. You follow what I'm saying? A little small town that somebody, people just overlook. Little small village. Is that right? You know, people look and laugh at Lafayette, just a little small city. Where are they going? They're going to Houston. Right? <laughs> just saying, okay. Next verse to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. Now this he sent from God, God had already related this to him, what his assignment is. This virgin, I thought, was at least 17 years old. She was younger. She was anywhere between 12 and 14 years old. Back in those biblical days, you know, that's just, you know, you become mature after 12. 12 years of age is like the, it's the, it's the year of accountability. Okay? And so Mary was very young. I always looked at her as 17, 17 years old is young. All right Can you see your 17-year-old daughter pregnant? And she said, "I'm pregnant of the Holy Ghost, or your wife or your girlfriend." Girl, don't you be lying to me? <laughs> Is that right? So notice this: she was to a virgin espoused to a man named Joseph. Of the house of David And the virgin name Was Mary Watch this And the angel Who was that angel Gabriel Gabriel Came in Unto her and said And you just think about this You minding your business And this angel Shows up And calls her by her name And said Mary Thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. All right, I get that. And blessed art thou among women. All right, okay. It's a little something in me, about me. All right, talk to me, angel. Is that her? And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying because there was nothing bright about Mary. There was nothing stood out about her you understand what I'm saying here? God never just chooses, you know, the outgoing, the best looking, uh, best dressed, or whatever. It's always someone in in an obscured way that you never think that God will choose. God will look upon. God will open himself up to. Hmm? So when she saw him, she was troubled and is saying, And cast in her mind what manner of sagitation this should be. Whoa. Can you see that? I mean, she cast this in her mind. And notice this. And the angel said unto her, fear not. Mary for thou has found favor with God so look what he's doing he's putting her heart at ease because this is shocking this is alarming hmm you telling me I found favor with God how do God know me why me next verse And behold, now he's telling her what his reason for being there. Well, the first thing he told her, number one, she found favor. She had favor from God, right? Now he's getting ready to show her what that favor. That favor means you are empowered. You've been empowered. You've been chosen to bring forth something for God. Now Mary got to receive this. But the angel got to be in a place that he give it to her just like God gave it to him. He has to speak in the light of what God, how God has given it to him. He can't speak of his own. So that's why he was sent from God. It's just like a person, a messenger, someone that really, that's why when people who have someone that's close to them, you, you have people in what you call your inner circle, but then you got that one person that's really close to you that you can just put everything in them and know that they're going to do it exactly like you said. You know They, they had this movie called um, The Sum of All Fear. Uh, I think Ben Affleck played in that. Uh, there was some uh, uh, some other characters. Uh, uh, I think Mark F- Morgan Freeman, is that his name? Played in that movie. Um, and <clears throat> he died. He was an aide to the president, and he died. But uh, this guy, Ben Affleck, was talking to this this Russian president. and But before, he had this other guy that was just sitting there typing, You know, just putting in words. But then when this guy, Affleck got on there who was talking to the Kremlin and he made this other guy get up, the guy that he could trust to say exactly what he wanted him to say and just not give him no filler. And when he did that, he found out who this guy was Because he met him, Ben Affleck, and he trusted the word that he said. What am I saying to you? You you have to have somebody. We all have to have somebody that whereas, you know, you got a few associates around, but then there's that one person that you can really count on that they will do it exactly the way you said it and deliver it in the manner the way you said it. And I'm saying this: this is how Gabriel. He had to be in that way that, whereas he was saying it exactly the way God has spoken to him. And when he showed up, he did not do anything to associate with her feelings, to associate with that. He spoke what God said. Why? Because it's the Holy Ghost that had to come up on Mary. For her to conceive this. Are you getting what I'm saying here? The Holy Ghost can't get involved. Until the word of Christ. Or the word of God is spoken. That has substance to it. That's why you and I are incapable. Of delivering the goods that God has. It has to be you and I allowing what is in us to bring forth his word his life that's in us that the holy spirit will take and manifest the glory of god on us why because we allow us we allow him that life in us to be the transmitter we are transmitting his goods okay and this is looking what mary said he the angel said behold Thou shalt what? Conceive. Where? In thy womb. Okay? <clears throat> for her, you know how, um, you know how a woman received. Well, what would be the womb for you and I? See? Your mind. You understand what I'm saying? You have to conceive the word of God before it can germinate. I mean, you understand what I'm saying here? Same principle, but in a different light. For her to bring forth a child, that woman had to receive the seed of the word. The word itself, in the, in the, in the, in the Greek, it, it's the word sp- uh, uh, sporo. Like you a flower, how it's the spore of a flower, how it pollinates. You know, sometimes you can plant something and the spore from that flower, or the wind, or whatever it and it and it get over here in a flower bed that you did not plant. The same thing, but yet you see that little plant coming up in that flower, and you wonder how how did it's the spore. Well, it's the same Greek word for the word sperma or sperm. What we call sperm or spumer is the word. It's the Greek word for that word. It's the for the word word. So what it does. The word itself has the seed to produce whatever it is named. Let me say that to you again. The word word itself is the sperm. It has the connotation in it. Whatever God needs. It to be whatever he's calling it to be. It has in it to bring forth the life that's in the seed, which is the Word of God. Now remember, nobody's touching Mary's body. You can't get a woman can't bring forth a child unless a male and a female came together. Right? I don't have to go no further. Right? Well, if there was no male. I'm trying to show you how powerful the word works on our behalf. Hmm? And this is why you have to be mindful of what come out of your mouth. Because whether it be good or bad, words have the ability to bring forth what you truly believe. Now, just not every word come out your mouth is going to come to pass. Because you don't really believe that But if you keep saying it long enough It will come to pass Because you're getting life to it You know Thank, thank God for every word we say Every other word we say don't come to pass Like I say Man I laughed so hard I thought I just felt like I was going to die what, what if you just say I laughed so hard man I just feel like I'm going to die And just boop Guess what People wrong, you're gonna stop saying that. Why? <laughs> Can you see that? Well, I mean I mean you know it's an expression, but you have to be mindful of those words that come forth out of your mouth. Because either you're making you're either making a seafood gumball or a gumball with no meat. I don't know did that go right, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> But anyway, I think you got the point. My point is is that your words is so powerful. And your words can either make things that are not right stay not right, or your words can change a situation that is worthless to that which is worthy. But it depends upon knowledge. It depends upon understanding. Right? And this is why he said, Behold, thou shalt conceive. So what is the angel doing? He's speaking something that just totally, in our day we call that just totally lame. There ain't no way that can happen. What got Mary to believe that? She had to trust. She had to take in what he was saying. I mean, just think about it. Just put yourself, if you would, just put yourself in a position that whereas this, you know what, this is no way this could happen. And yet someone come along and tell you what good thing that's has ready to take, take place in your life and it's just like, well, how in the world that's going to happen? I don't have the education for that. I don't have the skills for that. How is that going to happen? See, we're always looking to what we can do. And we always push away what we don't have, How how this could never happen. Right? And at the same time, God is not looking to you to bring something to pass he's looking for you to allow this body that you and I live on this earth he's, allow, he's looking for you and I to allow him to do in us what we can't do in ourselves and when he and when he can set up shops so to speak, in our life that we have received Then he can work through us and our mouth will be the mouthpiece to do what? To bring forth of the glorious light that we have allowed him to plant in us, to grow in us. See, people can't see that, but they can see it in your expression and they can see it in your words. Or I, when I see your expression, when you speak something, they'll see it take place. They can't see what's in you, but they can see the after, the, 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 the after effect of what's in, like the wind. I can't see the wind, but I can see what? The effect of what the wind is doing. Is that right? If, wind, if the tree is blowing softly, I can say, man, look, man, that's a strong, soft wind. Uh, well, how, can, how do you know that? You can't see the wind. How do you know the wind blowing soft? Because you can see the trees yielding that way. The same thing within us. You can't see the kingdom of God, but it's in words. It's in us. But when we speak, when we allow Christ that's being formed in us, when we allow Christ that's in us, that when I say Christ, the anointing of that anointing, of his anointing that's in, when we speak, then guess what? It is Christ speaking through us, or the works of Christ speaking through us. That's the reason why I say it's finished. It's finished means I've finished what the Father has given for me so that you can live the abundant life. Hmm? it's finished, but now the Holy Spirit has to translate everything to you and I. Just like if I I went to Israel, I have to have a translator. Or if I went to uh, overseas anywhere, I, I need a what? A translator. What is he doing? He's translating words I'm speaking in English in their dialect language. Right? Well, that's what the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has to, notice it. he has to be the one that is translating what the Father is, is what? It's doing what? Wanting to bring forth from us. But you got to allow him to do the work in you of what Christ has already finished for us. You can't do it. You're going to have to allow the anointing of the anointed one to do what? To do it. You're going to have to allow the Holy Spirit, that's what it's job for, the Holy Spirit to do what? To build this. You know, like there are certain trades and certain things that only certain people can do. And sometimes you have to wait for that person or those people to to free up to come and do what no one else can do, because you don't, you can't afford no mess up. Well, that's what God did. He allowed. It's the Holy Spirit inside of us. He's the only one that God has that can do in us of the finished works of Christ. Why? Because He was with Christ in His earthly ministry. He was. He is, he was with God, and that is Christ is God. He was with God in, his cre- in, the, in the creation of the heavens and the earth. No different Holy Spirit, same one. The same one that was in creation, that brought forth everything, the same one that manifests. That Mary right now is is getting ready to manifest in a human form. The word has power to transform itself into whatever God destined it to be. So now, if God was able to destine his word to bring forth a child, then guess what? The only way the devil can bring forth darkness is notice this is that man himself have to be the one that provide the words. Satan don't have no power to put, to just speak words over you and say this is what going to take. No, he don't have that ability. You have to open your mouth and give yourself to what you hear. In order for darkness to overtake you, in order for oppression to over to grip you. You don't have no power to cause oppression in your life. It's been done away with. But you and I being, a, being the subject, you and I being God's creation, we can open the door and let oppression in through our think, our, our thought life, right? Okay. So the angel is getting ready to do what? He's getting ready to tell her why she's highly favored. He's getting ready to tell her why I came, why I have appeared to you. Why I came from God. I told you I came from God. Now I'm telling you why I'm here from God. I'm speaking on the behalf of God. Just as Gabriel spoke, you and I are in this earth. We are speaking for God. Isn't that cool? Every day, you, every day you live, guess what you're doing. You're speaking on the behalf of God. Not by what you're just saying. By the life that you live. Or you are allowing him to live in you. Through you. Right? Okay? That's powerful. That, look, that's powerful now. Don't let that Don't let that go. Because see, it's what you allow him to live through you, in you. Say Christ being formed in us, the hope. I think that's Colossians 127, the hope of glory. That means it's the anointing of what Jesus did being formed, shaped in you and I. What is it shape? It's shaping our attitude. It's shaping our behavior. It's shaping our demeanor. It's shaping how we speak. It's shaping everything about you and I when you allow him. hmm. Sometimes our frustration, our agitation of something, that's because, guess what? you 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 need to get out of that you understand what i'm saying by that meaning sometimes your frustration your agitation is that it, it is shipping is shaping you to 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 do something different to make something to make a shift in something make a change in something change doesn't always come easy sometimes changes come In the midst of a crisis. But you take the crisis and make it an opportunity and get out of there, you know, allow God to show you his way. I mean, some things are not easily to move out or move away, but you say, Lord, I made a mistake. I missed it, however you want to put it. I miss you. Lord, this, this 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 thing is wearing me out Lord show me how to come out of this how to get away from this when you do that now you just implore the Holy Spirit why because it's an interference of God's divine plan that he already had for your life you ever you ever took direction of doing something that or went away that you shouldn't, you should never go. Well, I have. If I could, if I could raise my toes, <laughs> my hand. But thanks be unto God. What He does, He bring you back. But you got to let Him. Amen. <laughs> he always provide a way of escape. I remember one time Brother Copeland was talking about a jet he had bought, a plane he had bought, and it was never the will of God for him to have that plane. That thing cost him more problems, more money, (laughs) and he said, Lord, okay, I give up. Show me what I need to do. Show me how to get out of this. And the Lord showed him the money he needed to put in there because he didn't want him to just sell that thing like it was, sell it, Put it, get it right, and get rid of it. And when he did, when he did that, submitted himself. Somebody came alone. I don't think he sold it. I think he sold the plane into their life. They came alone, and God showed him, get us to this person. And when the moment he let that go, all of the, you know, because you have a lot on you trying to keep it together. I don't know if you ever been there. I've been there trying to keep it together. And the more you're trying to keep it together, the more it's falling apart. Why? Because God, it notices the Holy Spirit is is trying to get your attention. Hmm? So Gabriel have to be very explicit and precise of what he's telling this woman. Look what he's telling her. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. What? How is it going to happen? <laughs> I mean, just a, now for her, it's a, it's a son. What is God speaking to you and I? What he wants us to conceive into the womb of our spirit so that we can bring forth. Hmm? What is it that God is saying to you? But you got to let him do the work in you. Not you trying to do the work yourself because that's where the frustration comes in. That's where the agitation comes in. But when you let him, there's a verse of scripture in the book of Job. and I want to say chapter 32. somebody looked that up for me about in, when you're sleeping, God knows how to uh, mess with you, talk to you. It's in job chapter I think it's Job 32 uh, but it, it's like in the night watches. He, see, if you're too busy, too active, you're not really get, God knows how to catch us in our sleep. You went to bed one way, yep. and you'll wake up a whole different person. You can wake up with a whole different, why? Because you are at, you're, you're at you sleep. Yeah, peace. God knows how to minister to us when you sleep. What is it? What does it say? And a dream, and a vision of the night. Yeah, put that up. Uh, Job 33, 15, uh, Casey. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep followed upon men, in slumbering upon the bed, next verse, then he opened the ears of, of men <laughs> what he do he sealed it what instruction <laughs> he keep going that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. See What are you going to do? He sealed the instruction His instruction And in that way You're going after nothing But what it is He has What he wanted of you Can y'all see that? Alright go back Casey What we, were we? Uh, Luke 1.30 31. So watch this. He said, and in thy womb, and behold, thou shalt conceive. And he's telling her, in her womb. Bring forth a son. But how is this going to happen? The conception has to be with her agreement by saying. Okay? Okay? And notice he said, you shall call his name Jesus, next verse. And he shall be great, he shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Right? And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. Next verse. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? All right? That's a legit question. Since seeing I know not a man. I hear what you're saying. Mary said, I've never been touched. Now, how are all this gonna happen? I mean, that's a legit question. How, I mean, even in you and I, it's a legit question, but no longer should not because why? He's revealing something that was hidden. Now it is being revealed how revelation knowledge or how Christ being formed in us, how the Word of God will reshape it. Will He will His purpose is placed within us? It seal His instruction within us, and we begin to start living out. Not what we see with these, but what we see what has been done on the inside of us, and that's how we live. And people will say, how do you know that? How could you do that? Because you allow someone greater than you, what John 4, 4 says, greater is he that's in you. Than he that is in the world, you allowing the word of God, you are allowing the finished works of Christ to take shape, to take form on the inside of you. And then God began to speak out of the work of Christ that you have allowed him to shape and form you in the light that he wants you to go or in the way he wants you to go. You can't do it in yourself. So part of the benefit of the new creation is showing you how conception take place. For Mary, she, for her to bring forth a child, she had to become impregnated in the same way of delivering a child. But listen. The sperm has everything it needs from the male to make to bring forth what skin, bone, hair, eyes. You can you, you wouldn't know that all that is in that. Just think about how to make a bone to make bone. It's just it's spirit. But that's the word, that's where the life is in that seed. Because that's the way God spoke it. That's the way creation took place. Words don't have a meaning without God giving it its directive. How I many understand what I just said here? In order for words to do what he did, it has to, it, the meaning has to come, it had to come from an order. It had to come from someone that, that gave it. It's life of existence. It's life of being. Like the pecan tree, the fig tree, all the different fruit trees or the oak tree, what do they do? They lose their leaves. But when the season come around again, the weather come around again, because God said as long as the earth remaineth, there be seed, time, and harvest, coal. Uh, Winter, spring, and fall. What is it? Everything brings forth fruit in its season after its kind because God spoke words from himself and gave it its directive and put it in a place to where no matter when the season change, the seed is in the tree. It knows what to do. It's in the word that God spoke. So the pecan tree know around September, October, I'm, I'm bringing forth pecans. Right? The fig tree know, what I don't know, what's it what, around May or uh, 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 June? What is it? It's bringing forth figs. Well, how does he know to do that? Because God, the fig tree derived from God. God spoke it. And the fig tree was, the fig tree didn't come from a baby. The fig tree was mature when God spoke it the pecan tree was mature when God, everything that God spoke, it came in maturity, your born again spirit, when you got born again you became, you had the fullness of God, you don't grow, you can't grow God in your spirit your spirit is perfect it's sealed, but what Christ is being formed and shaped is in your heart, in the soulish part of you so that the life that you already possess within you notice that you allowing that life to take place. It is being engrafted in your everyday life. So now, when you are walking or when you are living, you got a different perspective on life. And it's the life of Christ that's in you. Amen? That's why you can walk away from Sex outside of marriage. That's why you can walk away from homosexuality. That's why you can walk away from uh, being a wino. You know what I mean by that, you know? (laughs) Or whatever. Amen. A drug head. Whatever. Why? Because I allow the word of Christ to be formed and shaped in me. That life in me, notice it, there is no, there's no place for any of the things that I just mentioned. Why? Because Christ is the fullness. He, it, it is the fullness of who God is. See, until you become the, until you allow yourself to be subject to walk in the fullness of who God of, of what he has what he has for you, then guess what? Yes, there will be place in your life for all these other things. Why? It's because you're not taking time. You're not hearing the word. You're not feeding on it. And you're not allowing the work of Christ, the finished work of Christ, to do what? The Holy Spirit to begin to what? Shape your life and begin to form within you so that this abundant life, You can have it more abundantly as you allow the Holy Spirit to continue to increase in you. So you can walk away from from your past and never see it again. You you could be so distant from your past, someone will have to bring it up for you to to be reminded. Why? Because that's how much transformation takes place in your heart. You don't have that old way of thinking. You kicked it out. You, you you didn't kick it out. Christ, that the fulfillment of what Jesus did, notice it, it kicked it out. It's a new root system. You know the Bible say that the engrafted word is able to save your soul? That's what happened. The engrafted word is taking root. In your heart now, in the souliest part of you, and notice it's bringing the same transformation that's in your spirit, what is real in your spirit. It is now real in the renewing of your mind. It is just as real. And you can't, you don't think any other way. You don't, you don't live out any other way. Why, why, what happened? Because you allow the word of God to root out to dig out, to throw down all whatever behavior. This is the reason why people's lives are all messed up. It's because of what is because of what they have partook of. A lot of it's a lie. All of it's a lie. But because they open themselves up, and that's their truth. Why? Because they're not in a place where they can hear the word of God, to are uh, listening, that truth can be revealed. The hardest heart can be converted if they hear the gospel. Now, everyone won't be com- converted, but I guarantee most people are going to receive Only a few people will walk away and say, well, I really like what you're saying, but that's not for me. That's their choice. Right? Watch this in closing. Then Mary said to the angel, how shall this be? See and I know not a man and you get the point to know a man, meaning you have to know the you have to know that there's a type of intercourse a type of relation have to go on for this to happen now how this is this going to happen? he was revealing the heart of God. he was revealing God coming into her and germination going to take place in the sack of the seed, which is the word of God that's spoken. Did y'all catch that? The blood is not going to come from Mary, The blood is going to come from the seed of the word that's spoken. The blood comes from the Father to supply with the seed. But if the blood came from Joseph, then Jesus don't have a chance. Right? Right? So the, the word, the seed, produced the blood, the skin, the bone, what the what the what a, a, a man knowing his wife when they come together will bring forth a child, the word did the same thing without the male. Oh my goodness. You see how powerful the word of God is. Now it can work just the opposite too because you could be mean as the dickens and you can be getting the same result as a mean old. Right? Now you're going to have all kind of trouble and all kind of discouragement but until you recognize words put you there. And Mary said, how shall this be? So when it says seeing, I know not a man, that just don't mean just know a man, you know. I mean, you know, uh, Brother Dave and Sister Celeste not each other. Well, let's just say she, she, you know, she can't <clears throat> get pregnant drinking drinking out of her her husband' water water bottle. A deeper transaction got to take place. A greater transaction got to take place, right? So that's what we mean by no. That word no means an intimate intercourse. Of knowing one another—that's how it is. Like I said, Adam knew his wife. Well, that's what this is saying. I don't know a man like that. Right? Watch this. Look what. And the angel answered. See, he got to have you. You got to have the right words. How you gonna answer that? That wisdom is too high for natural-minded people. Look what he said. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Oh, thank God for the Holy Ghost. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. The power of the highest. Well, who is the highest? God. Glory to God. It's the same pattern that God used when he put creation in place. Let me show you this. We'll come right back. I got a couple of minutes. Uh, Genesis 1 and look at verse 2. Verse 1 said how God created the heaven and the earth. Look at verse 2. And the earth was out without form. Without form. Void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved, the same Spirit, same Holy Ghost, moved upon the face of the water. But nothing didn't happen until God spoke. Next verse. Here it is. The Spirit was there, right? And God said, That's the power of the highest. Let there be. See, the Spirit is there to make whatever the Father said, the author of life, the author of words. Because if he said it, if he called a dog with nine eyes and five tails and three legs, you better believe he's going to be walking out there. I can't say that again because I don't know which one I said first. (laughs) that right? And God said, let there be what? Light. And what happened? How did light come? Because he spoke it. All right, Casey, go back and let's finish this. It's the same one. You see, the power of the highest shall come upon, the power of the Holy Ghost will come upon, and 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 the shadow of the highest will overshadow thee. The Holy Ghost will come upon thee. And the power of the higher shall overshadow thee, like he did the waters of the earth. And God said to it, it it was chaotic, it was something out of order, but when God came upon it, he brought order with his words. and the power of the highest high shall overshadow thee, and therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee, shall be born of thee, that shall be, think about it, therefore that holy thing which shall be born, the word is a holy thing, which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. The word made a man by speaking. The same life that God put in creation is the same word that God gave, the same life God gave to the word to bring forth a human being without her being touched. Next verse. Oh, I got so much to say about that, but I can't time on for it. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth has conceived a son in her old age, and, and she's in the sixth month with her, who is called barren. She don't even know she's pregnant. The baby leaped in her womb for the first time when Mary and Elizabeth, their cousin, came together. And she was, and, and the baby was full of the Holy Ghost. Watch this, but I'm just looking. Next verse. Mary asked the question, how should this be? The angel continued, for with God, everybody say that with me, for with God, nothing shall be what? It didn't say with well, you and me. So you should never put yourself in the equation, I can't do that. He, he, he knows you already get. You belong to God, little children. And you have overcome the world. Now let the finished works of Christ in you complete be complete in you so that you can walk in that which he has already overcome for you and I. But you can't overcome, you can't walk in this if you don't allow him to be formed in you of revealing what was done in you. What do you think those demons, the demonized man, when they saw Jesus? They didn't see him in the flesh. They saw the spirit of him because those spirits, spirit to spirit. That's the same life that you and I possess, but it got to be formed and shaped in our inner man so that when you and I go to the store or something like that, them things will say, What you doing here? Don't be alone. What you doing here? What you think I'm doing here? Shut up. Come out of him. Cause you know that's not normal. The Spirit of God just entered the room. The power just fell. You sense it. Quietness, stillness. He's doing something in your heart if you if you dare to receive. A shifting, a change is taking place. Why? What am I doing? I'm giving the Holy Spirit something to work with. Glory to God. Mm. That statement is up there for a reason. God is saying, With me, nothing shall be impossible. Will you let me work in you? Will you let me bring forth the perfection of what I finished? In my son. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Last verse. And Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Look what she called herself the handmaiden of the Lord. In other words, I've yielded myself to you. I yielded myself to you. And look what she said. See, she had to be fully in full compliance of what the angel said. Same thing for you and I. You got to be in full compliance of the finished works of Christ. That the Holy Ghost can do it. And look what she said. Be it unto me. Notice what she said. According to your word. Why? Because I don't have, I can't do this. You already know, I can't. And when she said that, look what the angel said. Look what the angel did. What did the angel do? He didn't even speak. He was finished. She said, Be it unto me, your handmaid, be it unto behold, the handmaiden of the Lord. No, you have convinced me what God had said. According to his word, and notice it, be it unto me according. According to thy word. And look what the angel did. He left. Whew, another wave went through here, yeah. He left to ear those who got ears to hear. Let them be hearing. Right? Well, did you receive anything this morning? This is all we have for you today.